Welcome back to Election Connection. I'm Evelyn Mendez, the host of podcast episode eight, where we're going to discuss remote access vote by mail voting, also known as RAVBM. Joining us from Santa Cruz County is our county clerk registrar of voters who has been with elections for over 25 years, Trisha Weber. Welcome, Trisha. Hi, thank you very much for having me today. Thank you for joining us. So we're just going to have an impromptu discussion about remote access vote by mail voting questions, answers that voters out there might not know what it is, just so we can get into options for voters. So can you explain to us what is remote access vote by mail? Be happy to. Our AVBM is just that. It's a remote access vote by mail system that's used to deliver ballots to people who cannot access a voting location, or if they're overseas, then it's it a way to get the ballots to them by not using the mail because it the mail does add in time to get ballots to voters and get them back. Can you tell us about a little bit about the history of it? Like when did it start? When the law changed? That kind of thing. So um, military and overseas voters were the first group of voters that our AVBM was used for. Due to the uh, federal laws, voters in that category could have their ballots electronically sent to them as it, in addition to having them faxed to them and mailed to them. And they get their ballots earlier because it, of the longer time frame it takes to get the ballots to and from overseas. So when it was electronically done, it was done just by email. You would put a PDF in an email and you would send it along with any other PDFs of information, the voter guides, etc., for the, the voters to look at. Um, and that started having problems, especially as internet or email services changed, that we would be put into the junk mail and things like that. And so they came up with another way to deliver it. And that's now what is known as RAVBM. It's, there's several different companies, uh, vendors that do RAVBM that are certified by the Secretary of State. So their delivery method is slightly different, but basically an encrypted notice goes out to each voter that's specific to them. That voter goes and de- takes delivery of that encrypted message, downloads what they need to do, and obtains their ballot. And then the ballot is then printed out and returned. It's not an electronic method of voting. It's only a delivery of the ballot to them. Oh, okay. I think that would make voters feel more comfortable that there's not online voting, right? Yeah, there is no internet voting. It's just a different way of electronically sending the the ballot information to the voters. So again, it was originally for military and overseas voters. And then during the pandemic, under the executive orders from the governor, it expanded to allow first for voters who had disabilities that were unable to access domestically within their county, their their voting location. And then it eventually changed to everyone can use it if they wish. Okay, well, that sounds like a good system in place now for everyone, you know, so college students or people that aren't in the area and they forgot that they wanted to vote and, you know, 
now they have an opportunity to do it. I agree with you. It, it is a very good system. We specifically saw it, and I know other areas within California did, during the fires that displaced, you know, hundreds of thousands of voters, and they were all over. They weren't just, they just didn't move to another place within the county. They moved out of the county, or, or they were living temporarily out of the county. Some were even out of the state. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me, while the fires were going while they were trying to figure out if, you know, what they needed to do, rebuild and stuff like that. And so it gave us an opportunity to still get those voters who were dealing with all the things of being displaced and losing everything, uh, still the ability for them to vote. Because in Santa Cruz, our fires happened just a month or so before the election was. So it gave us the opportunity to get and help our voters. I think that's so great. And then in California, you can go anywhere in California and access this remote access vote by mail. So some people, if there's a fire in Santa Cruz, they don't move within Santa Cruz to do it. So it's something they can use cross-county. If they're in another country, like you said, overseas voters, military that are overseas, I like that. So it is secure and private. Can you go into a little bit of that? The system that Santa Cruz is, Santa Cruz uses um, – and like I said, there's several of them that are, are certified by the Secretary of State, and every every county has to use one of those certified systems. So our particular system, what happens is somebody requests a, an RAVBM ballot delivery. We verify just like we do for any other voter, that's whether they come in person or they request a, a vote by mail to be mailed to them. Um, we, we determine that they're eligible. We do everything, you know, have they already voted, do all of that. And then once we determine that they are eligible to have another ballot or ballot delivered to them, we send them an encrypted link. <clears throat> and that encrypted link they use to access the ballot and they c- use their computer to mark the ballot. And then they print the ballot out. And then there's deliver return instructions for them to send it back. So they have to put it in an envelope. They have to put a specific number that's on there that represents their voter information that's only involved in that encrypted link. And they have to sign it. And then it gets mailed back to us where we treat it like any other vote by mail being returned. We do signature verification and everything before we open it. Awesome. That sounds like we can, everybody can benefit from that, no matter what. It definitely, and and because it's on the computer and they're compatible, one of the requirements for certification is that it's compatible with screen readers, that people who need, you know, need to use their computer in order to read documents or use their computer in order to mark documents, it's completely accessible for ADA purposes as well. Awesome. That's great. I know on our website, and maybe you can we can go into that, but on our website, we have a how-to video on how to do it step-by-step. Step. So it shows every step. We have an ASL interpreter explaining how to use it. So a lot of resources out there for all the counties. What are some, like, other, there, I know there's going to be a lot of different counties with different ways to do it, but overall, everybody has access to it if you're a voter in California. When does this start? Like, when is it available for our voters? So the military and overseas voters under the law can start accessing their ballots at 60 days prior to the election. So for that segment, they've already already received their encrypted links, have already started getting their ballots delivered all across the state of California. Okay. 
um, for the domestic voters, uh, for for lack of a better term, um, their vote by mail period starts on the 29th day prior to the election, which happens to be next Monday, uh, February 5th. And so that's when, if somebody has requested it, because you can request it ahead of time, but if somebody has requested it, that's when we will send out the the information for them to obtain their ballot rather than mail it to them. And then anybody can ask for a remote access vote by mail ballot up to and including election day. Um, it's and it, Because it's a ballot like any other, it r- falls under the rules of having to be returned or postmarked on election day and, and everything like every other. Yeah, so the rules still apply <clears throat> mm-hmm. for everyone. This is just another option for voters another easily accessible way if they forget or if they're overseas or if like they're displaced like we like you said that's yes. great and then for this particular election the law did change back um I think this was an urgency bill with the language nope sorry it was January 1st where it's uh, changed where we had to put different language on our no party preference ballots where RAVBM is one of the methods that somebody could get a ballot sent to them if they were looking to cross over um, and that for that language is suggested to be on on the, on the ballots I, I ran out of room. I'll be perfectly honest. In Santa Cruz, you're not going to say you can get an RAVBM ballot, but we do say there are other options for people to obtain a crossover ballot or to obtain the ballot that they wish if they want to vote in a party that doesn't allow crossover. Um, and we give information on how to either link to the to the application online or our phone number in order to get it. And that's required across all of the state of California. Awesome. Well, that's why we want to encourage people to listen to our podcast, to listen to your county elections officials. They have the information you need to get all the resources to vote. No excuses, right? People have to vote. We want to talk about some success stories, though. Like, what's a success story in your county For us, we had a success story. All of ours seem to relate to college students, college students that live in our county, that go to University of New York, and now they're like, I forgot, and my mom's going to kill me because everybody has voted in every election, whatever the scenario is, right? People, college students, now they have an opportunity. Here in New York, we tell them exactly how to do it step by step. What is a a success story that you guys have had? So, I mean... During our fires, that was where we saw a lot of success stories because people were just like, you know, what am I supposed to do? And we were able to help families that were scattered all over, not only California, but the United States, in order to get things, to get them their ballots so they could they could vote. Um, excuse me. Other ones that I think are really great are people who um, n- need a assistance in doing things and that's when we were really found out how well they work with screen readers is that uh, people who needed that extra assistance were now able to still vote from home especially during the pandemic when people were asked not to access voting locations and also during the recall election the same real reasons there was still very strict guidelines in Santa Cruz County for under public health that people were able to independently and privately vote from home and <clears throat> and have their voice heard um, I think the funniest one that we heard was um, 
our, our return envelopes have two guide holes um, on either end of the signature box. Mm -hmm. And so we would say you make sure you sign in the box, and it's the boxes in between these two guide holes. And we got signatures that were upside down, and people were, well, you didn't tell us which way the flap needed to go. So now our return instructions are very specific. With the flap facing you, between the two guide holes is your signature box. Um, but we... We don't have, well, we're a relatively small com uh, county, but we have quite a few people who um, not only request it, but then return it. I've heard other counties say that a lot of people have requested getting RAVBM ballots, but then they didn't understand that they needed to print it out and return it that way. So they came up with other ways to, to access their ballot. Um, but we have a pretty good success rate of people requesting it and returning it. That's awesome because yeah. why you know why have to go through all the work and then not return it? You know, right. another I know um, we heard from our team. One of our success stories is we have confidential voters and voters that are safe at home. You know, safe at home voters they get the ballot, they mess up on it or they lose it or you know through the programs right to get it. We don't want to tell them to go to a vote center and go get a new one. We don't want to tell them to come in our office. So. This remote access vote by mail is a success story for that entire um, group of voters that that's dangerous for them to go to their local vote center or their local polling place to find it. So I, we hear a lot of good things and positive things coming from that opportunity yeah. for them. Yeah, and that's, that, is a, that is a really good thing to point out. That is a, a, a group of our voters that would definitely benefit. And, and that's, like I said, it started off just as military and overseas and has expanded and expanded and expanded. Mm -hmm. and, and it's become a really good tool to provide access to all voters. And it just evolves over time. But the thing that's the hardest thing to remind people because they think, oh, well, I'm going to get it electronically. I can return it electronically. Is is it's not we? It's not internet voting. We don't have that system. It's just another way for us to get a ballot to you to help you be a part of the process. I love that you're emphasizing that certified delivery system, and certified through the state. This isn't something certified from our county. This is higher ups that are certifying the system that we can use to get those ballots to our voters and to get the information back. Thank you for joining our podcast. I know the voters are going to be very educated on what the remote access vote by mail system is. We got a lot of information there for them. Is there anything on your website or anything in your county that you would want to tell your voters? This is the opportunity. Well, thank you again for having me here. I'm really glad I could be a part of this and talk about um, how to access your ballot. Um, I would just sell, tell voters, not only in Santa Cruz County, but in in the whole Bay Area and in the state of California. The election, this election is very confusing because it is the only one that requires um, your party to determine what you can see for a president. And election officials across the state are committed to getting the ballot that each voter wants to that voter. So please don't be afraid to call your election official in your county and ask them questions. Everybody's got information on their website. You can access, you can request a vote by mail. You can figure out how to do a crossover or how to re-register and just talk to your official and they will be able to help you. And 
Our website is votescout.santacruzcountyca.gov. And um, on there, we right at the top, you can link on how to access or request a vote by mail ballot, request a remote access vote by mail ballot, and how to request a crossover. And I just recommend that everybody feel comfortable talking to their election official, because if you get a ballot that's not what you're expecting, don't think that we're trying to disenfranchise you. We're just trying to, we're here to help you get what you need. Awesome. I love that. And I we can't emphasize that enough for voters to go to your county elections official for the trusted information. These are the experts that know everything about elections. In this room, we have almost 50 years of experience in elections. We know what we're talking about. Our staff is well-trained. They are the experts. I mean, I can't. we can't stress that enough for voters to go to the experts, to the county elections officials. We have a bayareavotes.org page where they can go reach all of the Bay Area counties to get any of the information in our, in our coalition. So that's a great resource for our voters, too. But So thank you very much. We appreciate having you. Thank you. Don't forget to follow us on our podcast. Stay up to date on all the elections information. And don't forget to elect to connect.